0: The NRL Integrity Unit is investigating a nightclub brawl allegedly involving Canberra player Curtis Scott. A bizarre set of circumstances at the Bulldogs this afternoon. Now, player Lachlan Lewis has been accused of stealing club property,
1: attempting to offload it online. A set of speakers worth a couple of hundred dollars. This
2: is a farce. You're playing a all for fools, Justin. When you arise, what was the stuff on the table? I don't know what it was. Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith, and Chris Lewis have all been suspended for one match
0: and fined based on their salary.
3: I don't know what it
0: was. Warriors fullback Reese Walsh has been suspended for two matches and fined $5,000 after he was caught with cocaine on the
2: Gold Coast. When your eyes, what was the stuff on the table? What was it? Sugar? Candy?
0: Peter, I wasn't in the room. I don't know what it was.
1: Well, the NRL season has kicked off and the dummy M for the 2022 season has begun. I am B Row, joined always by my good mate T Dog. T Dog, we're back in the music room at our workplace. We've got great sound. I'm really excited. How was your week?
2: Mate, footy is back. Actually, well, I've been even watching the NRLW mm-hmm. for the couple of weeks in the lead up, too. Quality there is improving. Good news for them this week. Yep. There's an expansion coming, higher salaries, promotes professionalism, yep. promotes better quality football, promotes pathways. So young girls, like my daughter, Could see, you know, women on TV watching. So that's been great. It was great to have the footy back. Oh, so good. it was great. But I've got to say, boys, very disappointing. Severe lack of off-field incidents this week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we are the dummy M. We're all about all those dumb moments throughout the previous week in NRL. Now, we're going to mix it up a little bit this season. So last year we started, we sort of came up with all these points, right, on, say, like four points for drink driving. So if someone on the Manly team did that, they'd get four points. And that sort of fell away a little bit, okay? But we've rejigged it and we've come up with a great idea. We were doing sort of three nominees. We're going to get rid of that. We're just going to talk some shit about rugby league and then we're going to do the dummy points. Now, you are the mathematician. You've actually got all the points figured out. You're going to tell us that today, how it all works. Yes. We'll get to that later in the show. But on the show today, we have the joke-off back and we've got Tarbo from Western Australia going up against Bob Warren from Queensland. And they're going to be joking about should... Western Australia be its own country. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. I'd like to hear that. Mm.
2: Mate, we've got a favourite returning. Okay. Yes, most well-known for his shit tips, (laughs) but according to him, hot tips. Yep. Ron is joining us today.
1: Okay, excellent. Now, he did message me earlier in the day, and he said, I'm just heading to the pub... What time are you calling? I want to sort of like time my drink so that I'm still sober. We're going to see how that turns out when we actually call him up.
2: Now, him being a gambling man, should we take a bet on how sober he is in the lead up to this? <laughs> oh, well, I'm saying he's not going to be sober.
1: <laughs> and we will, as I said, get to the dummy endpoints later in the show. So let's just start with round one, buddy. What did you think about the first round? I mean, other than the fact that we're both excited that league's back, what were your thoughts? Loved it, mate.
2: A couple of upsets. A couple of big upsets, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mainly at the bottom, which is always a winner. Yeah. They yeah. won't stay there, though. But yeah, they, of course, after the yeah. first round. Uh, my Broncos had a great win mm. against South. Yep. I didn't pick them. I think I thought South were going to win. Yeah, me too. And uh, Broncos showed some fight, played for a minutes, so that was great. Uh, Roosters looked ordinary against Newcastle. Mm-hmm para scraped home against titans i mm-hmm. couldn't work out whether it was para being poor titans being good might have been a bit of both yep a bit, getting a bit of rust out so i think para were lucky to escape with that one mm-hmm. and then of course unfortunately we ended with an absolute bludger of a match between cowboys and bulldogs Yep, it ended up being a bludger too because well they're rubbish teams yeah but yeah, yeah. then it decided to torrentially rain during the match which then compounded the rubbish so yep. yeah not a great way to finish but i'll Happy with the footy, good to see, some great games, and uh, yeah, it was a pretty clean weekend too, Mm, mm. so unfortunately we don't have a lot of shenanigans to discuss on our show this
1: afternoon, Mm. or do we? Well, (laughs) well, well. Well, let's start with the Broncos match. So, I mean, I guess probably the dumbest thing that's happened thus far is when you actually go and you look at the NRL ladder, that the Broncos are in the top eight, mate. Mate. I mean... It's but, not going to last very no, long, T-Dog, no, but no, no.
2: congratulations but, to you. Mate, it's like the first time since, what, 2019? So, we weren't in the top eight at all yep. for the last two seasons. Like yeah, we didn't, yeah, yeah. Even after one round, because mm. we didn't win a game yep. <laughs> you know, in the first round. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to be there. It was... Great to watch. Yep. I only got a chance to watch the second half because uh, the way the kickoff is, it's putting kids to bedtime. Yeah, right. So I didn't get a chance to watch the first half at all. Got to watch all the second half. And once again, they put in an 80-minute performance. And uh, whatever they're paying Payne Haas, seriously, is not worth it. He is clearly the best forward in the game, bar none. Yep. And what was exciting is we had a win without Adam Reynolds because everyone, everyone was saying that the Broncos will not win unless Adam Reynolds plays. Okay. He is the man. He's the big moneymaker. Yep. He's the marquee man. He's the captain. Yep. And uh, we played last year's grand finalists. Mm. Now, yeah, I know things happen and Souths have lost players too, but you can only play who's put in front of you. And, uh, yeah, I was I – was happy. We won.
1: Mm. I think Adam Reynolds has really shown what he's bringing to the Broncos this season, which is sitting on the bench injured. (laughs) 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 Now, Julia Wilson, happy birthday. It's her birthday this week. Is it really? And she's packed up her stuff. She's headed out west. She's gone out into the bush. Uh, she said she had to get back to her roots, and I was like, God, how are you going to find those 500 blokes? But um, <laughs> I told her that joke, that she laughed. So, comedian Rob Andrews has been kind enough to step in this week, and he is here with Jules's Sports
0: Roundup. Take it away, Rob.
3: Sports, 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 sports.
0: News time, and I'm Rob Andrews subbing in for Julia Wilson, who had literally anything better to do. There are some raised eyebrows in the football world today as five uncapped players have been called up to replace injured Socceroos. Their injuries range from malingaritis, phantom pain in the back and legs, and a nasty case of a very swollen vulva. Dragon's second rower Jack Bird has rejected a contract extension with the Dragons, but not because of the money. In fact, he wants to stay at the Dragons for longer, which means he's also not interested in winning any football games. And finally, cricket fans everywhere are in shock and in mourning because a middle-aged, formerly fat alcoholic man who choked on darts and everyone's mothers died apparently unexpectedly. Shane, my body is a temple worn, gave his whole life to cricket and his whole shaft to random cougars he met on Tinder. That's the news. I'm Rob Andrews. The Dummy M Podcast. Face it, as Eels and Broncos fans, they need something else to talk about.
1: Well, you know this guy from his shit tips segment, which last time we spoke to him actually changed to hot tips because he got one out of six correct. And he has agreed to come on the show here, T-Dog, to give us his predictions around the 2022 NRL season. And in order to prepare for this, he made sure that he went to the pub today I think he's about 12 or 14 beers deep. We have none other than young Ron with us. Ron, how are you, buddy?
4: Pretty good, mate. And uh, let me just say, I consider myself a successful gambler. Last year, my aim was to win $50,000 gambling and I only fell $62,000 short. So I've pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, I guess it could have been worse. Yeah, that's right. Now, mate, what have you been drinking today up at the Stockade there in Layla Park?
4: I'm not much of a drinker, but uh, there's about... (laughs) Are we counting uh, shots or...
1: (laughs) Whatever you were drinking, tell us all about it.
4: Well, uh, the bouncers have a different version, but mine was (laughs) I was just drinking tea and I was a moderate drinker.
1: Okay, all right. Uh. And, uh, mate, no doubt I did ask you, because you are the guy that we turn to for our hot tips here, so I asked you to give us your take on this season... Why don't we start with, say, the Queensland teams, mate? How do you think the Queensland teams are going to go this year?
4: I, I, I think you're wasting your life and your time as you bet on Queensland.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. All right. all right. So you don't think the Titans are going to go any well, good this year?
4: Uh, they're all boister, all energy, no uh, no results.
1: Okay. okay. All, right. all right. And what about the Cowboys?
4: They're, they're like a next wife. They talk a lot, but there's nothing
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you
2: speaking from experience, Ron?
4: No, no, no. My three ex-wives have nothing to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> what what about divorces? <laughs> have nothing to do with my gambling. I don't care what their solicitors say.
1: <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys? Yep. What do you reckon? Clowns. Don't mm. take them serious. Okay. okay. All right. Well, what about T-Dogs yeah, and The Broncos. The mighty
2: Broncos. Come on, something.
4: Well, look, look. They could struggle into the top 16. Okay. They could struggle <laughs> That's <either>. a positive. <laughs> but nothing else. Look, as I would say to all your listeners, both of them, if you're serious <laughs> about gambling, Manly is the team to go. The Drabojeviches, sub, they're going to kick on. Uh, put all your money on Manly. Wow. wow. Okay. okay. They just
1: got pumped by the Panthers, though. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
4: Well. Well, well, there's a certainty. You should say, yeah, good point.
2: Coming <laughs> from a guy who's running at 16% on this show. <laughs>
4: look, look, I was a different man last year. I had a lot of personal problems. This year, I'm exact on.
1: <laughs> this year, you spent the day in the pub drinking 14 beers and you don't have any personal problems.
4: Well, well I, uh, I, I'm, I'm like a, a sniper. I've just got my aim in view. Okay.
2: So if Manly are the team to beat, although I'm pretty sure they're dead last, but anyway, for the moment, I know it's only one round, but if mm-hmm. they're the team to beat, who are they beating in this year's grand final? Good question.
4: Well, we're going back to the classic 80s. It'll be a manly Parramatta grand final.
1: Hey, okay. I like half of your prediction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll relive the classic 80s. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'm hoping it's the other way around and the Eels are the ones who win. I
4: appreciate you two know nothing about football, so take my word on this
1: <laughs> Manly a grand final, a Manly win. Okay. All right. And who else? Who's sort of up there in the top eight at the end of the season, do you think?
4: Well, I think the biggest surprise this year will be the West Tigers.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, based on that'll
4: what? Be, they'll, they'll get to the semi-finals, but bow out as they do in everything in life. Mm-hmm. But uh, the West Tigers will be up there.
2: Well, if, if your prediction comes true, Ron, I think that'll break an 11-year drought or something mm-hmm. like that of not making the finals. So they're your okay. surprise packet.
4: Take out the second mortgage, empty your bank accounts. No one knows football better than me. <laughs>
2: Okay, and obviously we are the Dummy M podcast. Mm-hmm. The so-called cheap ripoff. the Dally M, is the player of the year. Who do you think will be the, uh, the NRL 2022 uh, Dally M?
4: I have four syllables for you. Trebojevic. Now, I'm not sure which one of them, but it will be a Trebojevic. Okay. okay. All
1: right. Yeah. I tend to think he gets Our shut down. Mainly surgeon's. No, nah, he gets shut down by the top teams. They just tackle him. That's all they do, and no, his magic no, no. just disappears.
4: No, no, they've adjusted as the top teams uh, shut him down. He has enough skill to uh, out out uh, play that. So, uh, so once again, uh, once again, you've proved yourself, a fool.
2: Obviously, these days, being the betting man you are, on we can bet on anything practically. You know, these days, who is going to be the first? Coach sacked this year?
1: Mm. Oh,
4: God, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. The um, first coach to be sacked this year, I can't remember his name off the top of my head after 16 beers, but the worst Tigers coach. Oh, oh Michael so, Maguire. So Michael Maguire is going to take him
2: to the finals and <laughs> then he's going to get sacked, is he? Or is he going to get sacked first, they bring well, in a new well, coach well, and then? That's
4: why they're going to make the finals after he's sacked.
2: Yeah, right. Okay, um, that makes sense. Yeah,
4: you don't understand the systematic way I think. <laughs> it's why you blokes have a podcast and not a radio show. I don't want to criticise. I'm not one to criticise. Okay. <laughs> okay, well,
1: we appreciate that. And, you know, any more predictions for people, for teams in the top eight? So definitely Manly, definitely Parramatta, definitely the West Tigers. Anybody else?
4: Well, I think that I think a nice surprise this year will be Canberra.
1: Okay. The
4: men in green will, will do quite well.
2: Right, Okay. All right. So, yep, all right, okay. And I'm I'm assuming that you probably are picking, like, Panthers and Melbourne and Roosters as well,
1: because they're always there.
4: Well, i drove the Roosters out. I think Panthers and Melbourne are certainties.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. All right. And lastly, mate, I guess one of the most important questions we can ask, what's going to happen in origin this year?
4: Well, I'm not much of a, uh, a loyalist, but uh, I'm going to say Queensland. I'm a, a New South Walesman, but I think... Queensland will win at three zip. Oh. You, can,
2: you can empty your bank account on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Ron's
1: just put the uh, Death Rider on
2: Queensland.
1: <laughs> uh, can I just ask, is there any uh, what's the logic behind Queensland winning three zip?
2: Uh, I just
4: think I just think the coaching, I just think the power of the forwards, and I just trust myself.
1: Okay. Okay. Alright. Uh, Awesome. All right. Uh, we will have Tom Travoyevich in the Blues team. I
4: want to I want to I want to call in 6 months apologizing for doubting me.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Well Ron, look, we really appreciate it. and I love the fact that you asked me earlier that should i just drink mid strength all day and be sober for the phone call and i love the fact that you know you obviously went no yeah. that's a challenge i'm going to i'm going to rise above that challenge so we appreciate you taking the call and i know it's thank what, you very much it's it's thank almost you
4: very much i've got to go and throw up all right <laughs> all right buddy see you later uh, cheers
1: rod don't get the thing I loved most then about our conversation with Ron was he sort of started out at 12 beers and then he said he had 14 and then he said he had 16, so he, what he really means is he had 24.
2: know <laughs> oh, I actually don't doubt
1: he was drinking while talking to us. He was home. I don't know. I actually tend to think what he said at the end, where I need to go and throw up, is probably okay, quite accurate. yeah, yeah. yeah I've well, known, known him well enough. You, I've, you've known Ron for quite a while. And had quite a few drinks with him over the years. Yes, yes. So let's continue our talk about... The NRLW, now we touched on it earlier and I've been watching it as well and I love it and I've been totally in favour of it and I've been a supporter of it from day one because I love the fact that we get a footy season that starts earlier. And if they're talking about expanding it next year and it comes in even earlier, then we could get, what, 35 with the finals. We could maybe get, I'm not thinking 40 weeks, but we're certainly going to get a huge chunk of the year is going to be footy. I don't care if it's a man, I don't care if it's a woman. Mm. Right, it's going to be more footy and I'm pretty pumped about that.
2: I'm just not sure if it will kick off earlier. I think the reason it's kicking off earlier this year is they're actually playing two comps because the women didn't play last year. Mm-hmm. So they're actually running two competitions this year. Oh, okay. So they're going to do the 2021 comp now. Mm-hmm. It'll finish. There'll be a grand final in whatever, six weeks' time. Yep. And then they'll play the 2022 season towards the end and the fi- the grand finals will match up. Oh. Yes. So I'm thinking the 2023 season, when they bring in eight teams, yep. they'll run it over eight weeks or ten weeks or whatever it is. Yep. So in the 2023 season, they're going to expand to eight teams. So they might run a seven-week competition, have Mm -hmm. everyone play each other once, or they might run a 14-week... We'll play everyone twice, whatever it is. And um, I think the grand finals will line up. So I don't know if our season will extend next year. Oh, okay. Yes, we'll get more footy, but I don't think it'll be longer.
1: Oh, well, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually think it's smarter to do it the other way. I understand temperature-wise in terms of weather and, you know, heat exhaustion and things like that. I totally get it. But I think you're going to saturate the females game if you do that because, you know, are you going to watch the Melbourne Storm female team or are you going to watch the Melbourne Storm male team? And honestly, there's enough games of footy on the TV right now. I mean, they're still talking about expanding. Of course, in 2023, we have the Dolphins come in. And I saw Brad Fittler over in Perth, and he was talking about trying to drum up a Perth team again. So they're sort of they've decided to flog that horse again. So there's just going to be more and more games on, and that means you've got to be selective with your time.
2: Yes. I think it's a lot like uh, one of our guests, a former student of ours, Megan Hunt, who Mm -hmm. plays in the AFLW. Yep, yep, yep. uh, She was mentioning being the females, they're kicking off at midday, Mm. and it goes all day. Well, that's what's happening now in the female game. The females Mm. are kicking off midday, 2 o'clock, lead into Super Saturday, which is three games. And you're right, I think it burns people out. Mm. And so people may stop tuning in. To the women's game, which is not what you want. You want mm. people tuning mm. in. You want eyes mm. on the eyeballs on the game. Mm. You want people at the ground. So I tend to agree with you there. I don't know if the answer is to run it at the start because, like you say, the heat's a problem, temperature's mm. a problem. Mm. Uh, but I'm just excited for the for the women. But mark my words, like Ron says, put your mortgage on it, empty the <laughs> bank account. So <laughs> Perth, if we do expand, it will be a Perth team.
1: Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah. All right, all right. So sorry to all those Northern Bears and Newtown <laughs> Jets fans out I there. i might still, be the Perth Bears. Still, I'm not, living, okay, the, but, still living the dream. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to pick up on one thing you did say about the women's team that obviously they're fighting for space and you are saying that they'll probably, they will lose a little bit of attention like I suggested. I will say having lived in Queensland and watched the way that people like yourself and others jumped on the female Broncos team when they were winning. Yes. So if their team, if the female team is doing really well and the male team is not, that's going to get some traction. But if the male team's doing well, eh. I'm going to watch both. I'm going to totally watch both. I agree with you, mate. Mate, I I don't know if you've watched any of the Eels female games. Man, Bovetty Welsh. Oh, Penatani, yeah. Like, my God, they're brilliant. They're brilliant players. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure every team's got their stars. And, you know, I, I, again, I've already attached myself to two of them. Of like, I want to watch them play. So, yeah. Mm.
2: Look, mate, I love what the women bring. And the thing that I love watching the women bring, there's two things I love watching the women when they play their league. One, they don't lay down. Mm. Oh, they don't milk penalties. No, and they punch on. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And two... When a penalty is blown, unlike the men where eight guys crowd the referee, Mm. they just accept it and move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Let's do more of that, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sick and tired of a penalty being blown. Then we've got to have some sort of decorum discussion, Mm. you know, about why it was a penalty, this, that, whatever. Mm. And let's face it, they're only asking because they want to have a rest, Mm. give them time, you know, breathe it. No. Mm.
1: It's a penalty. Move on. I'll add two great things. One is they punch on, yeah. not like the men. The men just handbags at ten paces. Oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. And two, I don't know if you saw it, and I'm pretty confident it was a Titans player when she went over the try line. Uh, essentially, there was a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction, oh, right, and, yeah. you know, and the um, the chest was exposed. It was like, yeah, you want to see that in rugby <laughs> league, don't you?
3: <laughs> Do you want to hear
1: my Fox Force 5 joke? Let me tell a joke.
3: Yeah.
5: (laughs) Would you like to hear me tell a joke? Knock, knock.
0: Who's that? You can tell a joke, can't you? Nope.
1: Well, the very first joke off for the 2022 NRL season involves two of our favorites. We have all the way from WA, Tarbo Chuma. Mate, Tarbo, how are you, buddy? I am good, man.
3: I'm uh, happy to be back on the show. Nah, ready to kick some ass. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Oh, that ass
2: sounded quite australian. Good on you. We're getting there. Yeah.
3: We've got to dodge immigration somehow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you are up against the one and only Bob Warren. Bob, how excited are you for the 2022 NRL season?
5: I'll turn it up, gangsters. I'm raring to go.
1: Excellent. All right, T-Dog, tell everybody how the joke-off works.
2: Uh, So each comedian will say three jokes each. Mm -hmm. They go joke for joke based on today's topic. And at the end, I will determine who the winner is, essentially.
1: Okay. Now we've tossed the coin. Tarbo's going to go first. So let's get into it. The topic, T-Dog, is should Western Australia be its own country? So here we go.
3: Well, first and foremost, uh, Western Australia has already been operating as its own country for the last two years. We've realized, I don't know if you guys realize, but we don't need you. We don't need the rest of the country. When WA opened up, it was like getting back together with your high school sweetheart after a couple of years. You see them, you think the old spark is there, but now they look fat. out of shape, (laughs) and you've trimmed up. You're with a new man, Mark McGowan, Daddy McGowan. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you don't realize it. Plus, you know, what do we need the rest of the country for? Pretty much every major state in Australia is represented here in WA. Northern Territory, we've got the Kimberleys. Uh, Melbourne, we've got Fremantle. New South Wales, we have the Canning uh, Landfill and Recycling Centre. So it is...
5: (laughs) I truly believe WA should be its own country. I mean, it's got everything a dictator needs. It's got billions of Hancock money. And the bloke running the show can often be found with his
3: hand on his cock. (laughs) speaking of mark mcgowan i think we can both agree if it was between mark mcgowan and scott morrison for world leader i don't even think it's an argument you know daddy mark has been ticking all the boxes he he already knows how to protect a border right the hard border Yes, yes uh he's good looking on tv uh he's got abs and you know ScoMo just looks like – ScoMo looks like, you know, uh, uh, in Home Alone when uh, the short burglar got his hair singed by the flamethrower? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's ScoMo. He's the the after photo.
1: (laughs) Okay.
5: (laughs) Yeah, look, I I really do believe in this thing for WA, and if WA were to be a country in its own right, it would be in the world's top ten for size. The same has been said for its richest person, Gina Hunt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 well, you know, uh, for us, WA, we've, uh, they say, you know, if WO is going to be a country, what are you going to do for the military? Well, we've already fought off our own Orc invasion led by the Orc warlord, Clive Palmer. <laughs> <You know. laughs> the jetty
5: at busselton is the longest wooden jetty in the southern hemisphere it's 1.8 kilometers i reckon you deserve to be your own country when you've got wood that long fellas
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, gentlemen great job today Tarbo. thanks for joining us obviously all the way from the west we do mm. appreciate it Not sure if it should be its own country, but today's winner, love the Gina Reinhart one, finished with a wood joke. Today's winner, Bob Warren.
5: Thank you
1: very much. Well done.
5: Fellas, can I just throw in a bonus joke there at the end? Of course. Go for it. I think WA should be its own country because they are so smart. Perth, WA's capital, is the most isolated city in the world, with its closest city being Adelaide at over 2,200 kilometres away. That is the perfect distance between you and a really boring neighbour.
3: <laughs>
1: and a massive thanks to both Tarbo and Bob Warren. And if you're interested, you can catch Tarbo on his own podcast, the NEPT Podcast, E-N-E-P-T. They release a new episode every Monday. It's him and one of his mates. They're both comedians and very funny stuff. Make sure you check it out. Now, on our show... We get sponsor after sponsor after sponsor. And I know the NRL season has just begun, so I'm imagining, T-Dog, your email box is just full to the brim. So what's happened this week, buddy? Mate, I'm really surprised with the amount of sponsors we get that we actually have to work. I know, I know. It's it's almost like all of that is made up. It's It's weird. Unbelievable.
2: (laughs) But it's actually quite convenient, today's sponsor, based on the fact that the footy season kicked off last week.
1: Okay. So, hey,
2: are you worried that you have too much time on your hands? (laughs) Do you stress over all those minutes at work where you could actually be slacking off? All the time. And are you the obsessive type who just can't let things go? I am. Well, you're in luck because NRL Supercoach is back. Mm. For all you blokes out there who've been stressed having too much time with the missus and kids, Supercoach is back to finally give your life meaning. (sighs) Simply sign up online and create a fantasy NRL team, which only takes 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. and then magically watch your every spare minute become consumed as a make-believe coach. (laughs) Much like Brad Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) And the great news is the Super Coach app has now added more features to make being a coach seem more realistic. Okay. Yeah. Things like, a virtual coaches box where you can see yourself swearing mid-match, a virtual press conference where you can blame everything on the ref, and bragging rights over your mates that lets them know that you're in the top 50,000 of super coaches and they're not. <laughs> Visit the Drunken Sober Chronicles on Facebook today to find out more. Just be sure to say goodbye to your family and friends for the next 25 weeks before you do.
1: If you've ever thought about starting your own podcast, then Buzzsprout is the platform for you. Podcasting is an exciting and fast-growing aspect of the media landscape, and anyone can do it. Just ask T-Dog and I. Buzzsprout is easy to use, and you can upload a new episode within minutes. The platform has tons of features to help make your podcast sound great as well, like video tutorials, helpful Q&A sections, and a quick customer question page where you can get one-on-one support. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Following the link in our show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and if you sign up for a paid plan, you get a $20 Amazon gift card. So check out Buzzsprout today in our show links. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Mate, continuing on with the NRLW, how dumb was that when, I don't know who it was, but someone set the clock wrong and essentially the timer went off and the Titans kicked it out, which is the right thing to do Absolutely right at the end. Yes. And the player didn't do the wrong no. thing. And suddenly there were seven more minutes to go. I wasn't complaining overly because the Eels then scored from that. But yeah, that was a real stuff up from someone.
2: What is big in sport? Momentum. It yeah. changed the momentum. Yep. Titans got themselves in front. They had a penalty. The siren went mm. to signal half time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've gone, okay, well, we'll just kick it out. And, we'll... and they legitimately started running off. Mm. And the referee's gone, Blo-lo-lo. was that kicked out on the full? Yeah. And they're like, but the clock reset and the siren went off. And then they've obviously, in that time, reset the clock. So the, the ref's gone, no, no, it says seven minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. Wow. Yes, and it still says seven minutes, 50 up there. So they've gone back and reset the clock to the time in that short amount of time. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, and then the Eels, I think, end up getting a penalty to draw, and then it changed the momentum. Yeah. I think the
1: Titans have a right to be filthy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, accidents do happen. Correct, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it was a deliberate act like the Panthers did last year when they were sending their trainer on multiple times when they shouldn't have done it. It was a genuine accident. I, as an eel, perhaps I'm being a bit biased here. We were going to win that one anyway. You could be right. Yeah,
2: but yeah. why didn't they just say, oh, clearly that's a stuff up. Take the tap or the kick again. Go back. Just go, go back. back.
1: Go back to the exact spot. Exactly. So, yeah.
2: you know, when they call held and they pass the ball and they go, mm. no, no, I called held. Bring it back. Go back, like, yeah. I know the rule says they kicked it out on the full, but come on, common sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: siren went, they stuffed it up. Let's just, no one, if you did that, no one would have bl- yeah, mentioned it. Yeah, anything.
1: yeah, yeah. That was totally a dumb moment.
2: But speaking of your eels. Mm-hmm. How did you think of their performance this round? Uh, the round ma- one, the males. The oh, males. the males. Yes.
1: It was a very Eels match. I was talking to uh, my mate Bernie. Uh, he and I host the Paramatters podcast on all major podcasting platforms. Check us out. And I was saying to him, saying, mate, uh, he it would have been worse for him because he's got more hair on his head to fall out. Mm. So it was very much an Eels match. Like we just came out five tries, bang, 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 bang. Uh, a lot of Eels fans are very dirty about Sean getting his... Um, oh, yeah, the rib and the lung. Rib- yeah. Because when Dylan Brown did it last year, they changed the entire rule for that. And so it was the exact same thing. And there's actually footage. You can actually go and see it. That play is... That's the third time that guy's done that. Yeah, He's right. led with the knee. Yeah. So they were a bit filthy about that. But that's where it all went wrong for us. So essentially, once he went off... They essentially made this massive reshuffle and we never scored again. So we had all our players in the right position. And BA, for some reason, likes to go, What do you do? You're a winger. You're in the forwards. And he just, I don't know, I don't know why he does it. But anyway, yep. so he made some dumb calls. Luckily, this week he hasn't put his son in the team. Not that his son's not a good player, uh, yeah. but he's very limited in what he does. He's a halfback, right? So you can't basically put him in any other position. So, yeah, hopefully this week we don't have that kind of reshuffle. But, yeah, honestly, that's when the tide turned there. So yeah. had our team stayed as it was – don't get me wrong, Titans are great – but had our team stayed as it was and everybody in their right position, because this is the bloody problem we've had in Origin for so long, is that they've just – and I'll be critical of Guffo being in the team because they have playing him out of position. Got eight fullbacks. It's just yeah. so – it's not rocket science. You know, Queensland's got every player in the right spot – And they've dominated, dominated, dominated. And we get a lot of great players, but we mix them up. And that's what happened as soon as he went off the field. That's what happened. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah.
2: I didn't get a chance to watch much of the match, Mm. actually, because I was at a a mate's kid's birthday party. But I was uh, keeping up with the score. And when it was 28-26... To the Titans mm. With half an hour to go I'm thinking Oh Could be a bit of an upset On the card Because I yeah. had no idea That there were literally Nine tries scored In the first half Oh it was like, so exciting just went out the window Yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah It looked like it was a good game To watch Now The stadium that they play at, it's obviously had a name change because they're playing at Combank, but it used to be Bank West. So so it's still the same ground. Correct. Yeah,
1: Okay. Because I'm
2: thinking, what's this Combank Stadium they're playing at? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But that that makes sense. Same place. Yeah. I think their brown paper bag was larger than the other. Yes. So it's changed. But I will say that you last year, you thought the Eels possibly could take it out this year.
2: I still think that this year.
1: Right. Phil Gould, I don't know if you saw it, he actually went on television two weeks ago and he said he thinks the Eels are going to win Mm -hmm. in 2022.
2: Yeah, yeah, look, I honestly believe that.
1: Empty your bank account. All
2: right, (laughs) Ron. We will not
1: win it now because Phil Gould has said that. So that guy, like, I mean... Well, at this kid's birthday party, we were talking about footy tipping
2: because all mm. my mates and parents are into footy tipping. Mm. And they asked, who do you think is going to win? And I said, Eels will. And I, they generally asked, why? Mm. And I said, well, if it's not this year, it's going to be another 36-year wait. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, exactly. But honestly, you've been building. You've been making finals, mm. building, building, building. You had a ripper year last year. Mm. I mean, you know, mm. uh, got, got a little bit unlucky towards yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. To me, your team is better this year. So uh, logic says that they should do better. Mm. And and Look, it pains me to say, because I'm not a Parramatta fan, I got asked at work, one of the check-ins was, who do you think is going to win the NRL competition this year? Mm. And everyone said, oh, the Cowboys, the Broncos, because they're the teams to follow. And Mm. I went, the Eels. Mm. I I legitimately
1: believe it's the Eels' year. Can I just qualify, provided we stay injury-free? We've had two big injuries already, and it's just crazy. That is true. But Ron said he thinks the Tigers are going to make the top eight. Now, what's happening with the Tigers? They've bloody got how many captains in their team? Mate,
2: when I read this, I actually thought it was a joke. Yeah. I thought it was one of those Batuta advocate yeah, articles. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, <laughs> yeah, five captains. <laughs> and then it's like Fox Sports.
1: Yeah. Oh, they've seriously selected five captains. 40% of their team is made up of captains. Like, this is insane. This is insane. When I read it, I thought it was like... Hang on, are they trying to sell the Tigers? They're like, hey, it comes now with 40% more captaincy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when has having more than one person in
2: charge ever worked? That's right. That's like, right. Ever. Yeah. And this is a team who has struggled. Yeah. Well, 11 years, whatever it is, and they have not made the finals. Yeah. So they've gone, well, you know what we need more of? Captains. That'll yeah. make us the. Mate, can you imagine... Have you seen... I think I shared it with a Spider-Man meme. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: They're all tigers pointy. coming to make a decision yeah. and they're yeah, all yeah, pointing yeah. at each other. Because that's what it'd be like. The referee's like, who's the captain? And four of them... <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to talk to the captain.
0: <laughs> and now it's time to talk some hijinks. Game on, boys.
1: All right, mate. Well, we are the dummy M. And we did promise at the beginning we'd talk about the fact that we've rejigged the point system... Now, you've done a lot of work on this, so why don't you hit us with what you've come up with for the 2022 NRL season?
2: Well, based on, I suppose, the current environment, uh, and we do want to focus on all the stupid stuff that players mm. get off mm. or up to off the field. Yep. Okay, so the only thing that we will recognise that they do on the field is if they receive a fine, which is generally like a grade one offence, mm-hmm. and that will earn the club one point. So every time that they get fined by the judiciary, one point, mm-hmm. okay? Two points if they actually go to the judiciary, mm-hmm. okay? Three points, something they post something stupid online, mm-hmm. okay? Four points, so your mate from the Eels, Nathan Brown, mm-hmm. four points, nightclub slash pub incidents. Okay. Uh, probably should be more penalised for hanging out with uh, Jared Hayne more than anything, but uh, <laughs> okay? Uh, five points, if the integrity unit has to investigate. So yep. that's a new one. We didn't have that previously as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big last year, yeah, so yeah, good, exactly. good call. Yeah. Yep. Coach being fined is six points. Mm-hmm. Seven points is the COVID breach. So that's new oh, as well. Lovely. So yes, yep. yes. So at the moment, that's probably not going to be an issue because I think we're all open slather, but it's only a matter of time, I'm sure. We'll see, so, we'll yeah, see yeah, 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 exactly right. Eight points, uh, if there's been any speeding, car accident, drink driving, anything yep. related. That's both player, club. Member, you know, okay. board member, yeah, yeah okay. all that kind of yep, stuff. Yep. Nine points if there's any drug-related offences come through. Ten points fighting slash violence, not on the field, obviously yeah, yeah, off yeah. The, off the field. Yep. Uh, Eleven points for a sexting slash sex tape scandal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve points if the coach is fired. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thirteen points if the player is fired. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Fourteen points if there's been an arrest of any sort. Yep. And lastly, the granddaddy of them all, 15 points, is for the Mitchell piece.
1: That's so a random, yeah, anything really crazy. Like we had last
2: year, the St. George barbecue. House party, yeah. The house party. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. That's the point system. So every right. week I track and you send, and if people out there want to get on our Facebook page and they pick up random things as well and yeah, yeah, put yeah. them through, yep. and it meets any of those criteria, they will earn points for the club. Towards the dummy end of the year
1: That's excellent, well done I know you put a lot of effort into that My one follow up question here is We are including women as well So the NRLW So if a Parramatta female player does something And they speed and they get fined There's eight points Go to the Parramatta team I don't think we will,
2: B-Row Only only because Yes, they play rugby league Absolutely Do they fall under the same banner And play for the same club Mm -hmm. Absolutely they do but not every NRL team has an NRLW team.
1: Oh, good point. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah.
2: to me, what well, there's only six teams at the moment, yeah. so only six teams could earn extra point. points. Yep. So we're not going to have the women NRLW as part of our competition for the moment. Yep.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, great yeah. point. All right, yeah. so this week you've already kind of given away that uh, there was an incident. Tell us about the incident. So
2: my understanding is that Nathan Brown and Jared Hayne are friends, mm-hmm. old teammates, of course. Yep. Uh, decided to go out on the weekend. Jared Hayne's free for the this week. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so he's enjoying his freedom. Uh, went out to a pub, no one's surprised. Got into a bit of uh brouhaha, I yep. believe, uh, at about 2 o'clock in the morning. Remember, yep. kids, nothing good happens after midnight. Mm, yeah, this is true. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, found himself in a little bit of trouble. But when I've done some more reading on it, it turns out that he, Jared Haynes was just being goaded uh, by some guys that were just mouthing yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And Nathan Brown just happened to be standing around. Now, it turns out there wasn't a brouhaha. There was no punch on. There was just a bit of yelling. Yeah, right. And they just got to separate, like, just move on. Okay. So this big story, you know, a bit of clickbait. Yep. But it was an incident at a pub,
1: so four points to Eels. Okay. So yeah. what does the ladder look like after round one?
2: So at the moment, there's only three teams that have earned points. From the weekend just gone, okay, so all right. your eels clearly are on top with four points. Okay, okay. The Cowboys and the Storm both have one point each because they both had a player get fined for something that happened on the weekend. They okay. both took the early guilty pleas. Yeah, right. Uh, so they both fined, I think, a thousand dollars each. Yeah, okay. Okay. No other team for this week earned any points because nothing they did. um Contributed to the point system.
1: Okay. Yeah. So Parramatta leading the way in the dummy m right now. So a quiet week for the moment. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is only round one. Yep. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, good work, mate. And I'm going to make sure that I put all of those points up on our Facebook page, so you can find that at Drunken Sober Chronicles on Facebook. And every week, as T Dog mentioned, I'll essentially solicit for people to go. Hey, did you see something this week? Let us know. Is this a two-pointer? Should it go in? And give us your comments, and we will totally mention you on the show. Absolutely,
2: and the thing is, the um, because teams earn points from the judiciary, so the uh, judiciary doesn't normally happen till Tuesday night. So Wednesday is going to be the yeah, most yeah, up yeah. to date. So yep. if you're playing along at home and want the most up to date results, check from Wednesday onwards
1: because we've got to wait for the judiciary. Mate, that is episode 40. We are fast approaching 50. We're almost the half century. And I guess that's a cricketing term, isn't it? And we should mention the loss of probably one of, if not the greatest spin bowler ever, Shane Warne, passed away recently. What a shock. What a shock. uh, I relate it to when Steve Irwin
2: died. Okay. And the reason is not many people probably knew Shane Warne, much like Steve Irwin. But he had such a massive impact mm. on on society, mm. people all over the world, mm. young, 52 is way too young to mm. be dying. Yep. But I'm sure he lived life longer than 52 years. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, what a shock, because I'm 38. I started getting into cricket, I can still remember, about 92, 93, I think it was the 93 World Cup. So I was 10 at the time, really found my love for cricket. I started playing cricket that year. Shame worn. Debuted for Australia that year. So, mm. and I, I grew up in a golden era of cricket. Mm. You know, we we went from Mark Taylor, Dean Jones, Merv Hughes to Glenn McGrath, the War Twins. I mean, mm. they were mm. there from the 80s. Mm. Then on to Adam Gilchrist, mm. Ricky Ponting. So I, I grew up in a golden age of cricket. We hold many records. We won World Cups. You know, 16 Tests in a row out of all those players, to me, Shane Warne was the head of the table. Yep, He was the man. Yep. He was the man. And he was bigger than cricket. He was a celebrity. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he transcended yep. cricket, mate. Yeah. He, you could talk to anyone. I'd be confident anyone in the world, even Americans, they would know who Shane Warne is, maybe because he d- dated Liz Hurley, more yep. of a celebrity yep. thing, yep. but yep. they knew who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to go at 52, yeah, a bit of a shock. I've got to admit, it it took me by surprise, and I've spoken to a few people that are around his age, mm. and they're like, hmm, okay, I might need to go and get a checkup. <laughs> y- yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, all
1: yeah. right. <laughs> he didn't lead a, an incredibly healthy lifestyle. He was quite a heavy smoker and drinker and ate a lot of bad food, and it sounds like he was very much night or day, and yes. so he was on some a massive juice fast and he was looking really fit, and so he'd always be pushing himself. I will throw this in here that you know, two days prior he had his booster shot and myocarditis is a side effect. I mean yep. when everybody goes and gets their their shot you actually have to fill in that form and it says this is one of the side effects. Yep. So all of those things you know combine to make 52 perhaps not that big of a shock to see him pass in terms of the amount that he smoked, drank, partied and you know had his fourth shot I think. So all of that combined yeah, yeah, okay. probably yeah. led to that. Possibly. However one of my mates sort of made the point the other day. He's like, you know what Warney missed out on? He missed out on an opportunity here. Hey, I'm Warnie. Pay me $1,000 and I'll bowl and over to you. Yeah. And he was like, he would have made heaps oh, of killing. money. I'm like, well, you could either do that or be with Liz Hurley. I know, <laughs> I know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: He uh, did very well for himself in that field. He's well known as a womanizer. Oh, was a womanizer. Uh, But everything I've seen, read about him, he was a great father, had plenty of time for his kids and other kids would be the first ones. You know, no issue signing autographs, taking Mm. photos, all that kind of And apparently he had a really good cricket brain.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. He's very tactical and he yeah. likes to mess with the other sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. he really
2: – lots of people came to him for advice around cricket. Mm-hmm. When, and when you see Warnie, like, nah, he's just a joker. But no, very, right. very, very good cricket
1: brain. I told this story very early on on our podcast, I think about episode four, but I think it bears telling again. Julia Wilson, who does our sports roundup, she said she was at the cricket one time and we were reversing the Poms and whoever was in the outfield – the Barmy Army was just giving them heaps. And you could tell it was impacting that cricketer because after every sort of over, they sort of would move closer into the centre. And then eventually the captain must have twigged and they've put Warney out there. And she said Warney would run towards the yep. sideline, pick up the ball, look up at the Barmy Army and just go... Yeah,
3: and he no, loved yeah, it and yep. it had
1: no impact on yep. them whatsoever. He was just totally into it. So he was an Australian icon and it is a loss in that sense. So we wanted to have a bit of a tribute to Warney. Now, next week, mate, uh, speaking of sports legends, we have former West Tigers captain Darren Center on. He's going to give us a sober version of his predictions <laughs> for the 2022 <laughs> NRL season. Do you
2: think West Tigers
1: will make an appearance <laughs> in this? You never know. Yeah, yeah, he was a Tigers that's player. That's right, yes. Yeah, he so built that dynasty, remember? He, he built did. It. He started that's the, right. nine, the ninth place oh, yes. trend. That, yes. was, that was actually Darren Center. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, so we'll be talking about that next week. Mate, have yourself a fantastic day and uh, enjoy the footy this weekend. No
2: worries. And you know how... Well, several podcasts ago, I yep. was talking about I need to have a sign-off. Okay. I need to have a sign-off. Well, I've got one. All right. I, and I don't one. know what it is. No, all I right, know. So let's and hear I, it. I actually really like it. And I might be building it up, but I actually like it. Okay. And my sign-off is have a beer with your dad for me. Excellent. All right. Have a
1: great week, everybody.
0: The Dummy M. Take two dummies, mix it with stupid
3: sports stories, and you get The Dummy M. Available on all major podcasting platforms.